Hey everyone, Steve here. Some of you may remember our past guest, Rich Marshall, who we interviewed on episode 84 about his two-volume book series, Got It Work. Well, he has a brand new TV series with that title on the God TV Network. And I had the pleasure of my interview being featured this week. In fact, there are a few upcoming guests that John and I have scheduled to interview this spring, and they'll be featured this summer. Guests like Melvin Pillay, Ed Rush, Rodney and Kathy Tollison, Terry Tyson, and more. Um, we just wanted to bring this to you guys so that way you can go to uh, the link that's embedded in the summary of this MP3, or you can go to God TV. So God.tv, and you can watch all of the available episodes on demand. Just go to God.tv, click on demand up at the very top. And then on the next page, you're going to go to series, scroll down and see all programs. So, and then you'll be able to scroll down and see all those episodes. It's a great show. I love it. Rich, we're so proud of you and this, this new show. Uh, this is just the beginning for him. He and I have talked a lot about the kind of the vision for this show. He wants to make it more than just a studio interview. And so, Rich, we're excited for you, my man. And uh, everyone, please go and support Rich's show. So here's my interview on God at Work on God TV with Rich Marshall. Welcome to God at Work. This is Rich Marshall. So glad to have you with us today. Really, I'm praying that God has been speaking to you as I know he is going to do today. Let's let him speak to us through his word. In the book of Psalms, chapter 25, verse 12, it says, Who is the man that fears the Lord? Him shall he teach in the way he chooses. And then this promise, he himself shall dwell in prosperity and his descendants shall inherit the earth. I want you to think about that as we move into today's program. The fact that those who fear the Lord are the ones that he will teach. And then his promise is, I'm going to bring prosperity to you. Today I'm talking with a man who's a good friend of mine. In fact, I think he knows more people in, in our part of the country than anybody else because he's always introducing me to somebody new. I call him the connector. His name is Steve Ryder, but he's got such a story in his own life, depth of information that God has poured into him about leadership and, and about life and about ministry and about how God is going to use you. So you're going to have a, a good time. I'm excited to be able to introduce you to Steve in just a moment. In the meantime, understand this. God is wanting you to come into his presence. The fear of the Lord doesn't mean I'm afraid of him. It just simply means that I'm in awe of who he is and the power that he has, and he's going to do something good for me. It's going to happen for you. It could happen today. Get ready for it. I'll be back in just a moment with Steve Ryder. Welcome back to God at Work. Rich Marshall here with Steve Ryder, my friend from Colorado. So glad you've been able to join us here, Steve. Thank my you man. for coming. <laughs> my man. Yes. So Steve, Steve and I have known each other, what, a couple of years now, Steve, right? Yeah. We, uh, Peter Wagner reached out to you and wanted to introduce us. And then we also, through Terry Tyson, who's been a guest on this show right. in the past, both of them kind of came from different angles, and we ended up getting together at a Panera up in Parker, Colorado yes. a few years ago. I, I remember that time very clearly. You know, it's interesting uh, that you mentioned Peter Wagner because my, my last guest, Chuck Pierce, we also talked about yeah. Peter, who's now rejoicing in heaven and yeah. uh, looking down on us. 
Peter, we miss you, but we're glad you're with the Lord right now. And thanks for introducing Steve and I, because this has been a meaningful uh, relationship that we've been building. So, Steve, your background is uh, Focus on the Family. Uh, years ago, you worked with Focus. Tell us a little bit about that time. Yeah, so I finished college. I grew up in Wisconsin, southern Wisconsin, just north of Madison. And I finished at Madison Media Institute. And when I finished, I was dating a girl. Her parents lived in Colorado Springs. I came out to meet the parents, fell in love with the town. And when I was out, they mentioned Focus on the Family's out here. And I was like, Focus on the Family, Focus on the Family. Dr. Dobson. I remember Dr. Dobson. I, I grew up. My mom loved and supported Dr. Dobson. And, yeah. so, and so because he was one of, those, one of those figures from the 80s that didn't embarrass the faith, I had a deep respect for the man. Right. And he taught me about adolescence. My mom gave me this Preparing for Adolescence tape series. And so I interviewed and I got an entry-level position and six weeks after I moved there the girl dumped me met another guy at school and the job stayed and as much as I wanted to go move on God kept me there in Colorado and once I finally decided that I was gonna stay I put my nose to the grindstone and I outworked everyone in my department I just kept working my way up through the ranks to where I became Dr. Dobson's chief audio engineer which meant that anytime he traveled I was usually the one that went with him and went and recorded. And when we would break and we would finish, we'd go out to dinner together and laugh and have a good time and talk. And so it was, it was a very, very special time. So you've had a lot of experience behind the scenes. Yes. And now here we are, uh, front and center on the stage. I'm, I'm, I'm usually one of the guys behind the yeah, camera or yeah. beh behind the board. So Pushing the buttons and yeah. those things. Well, welcome out here to this part of the world, <laughs> which I would be lost back there in your technical world. But... Uh, so Jim Dobson, you're right. All, all of us who were either grew up under him or had kids who grew up under him. That my wife and I, our kids, were, we were learning how to raise our kids. What, what a what a gift to the body of Christ, the oh, ministry yeah. of Focus, and then Dr. Dobson has been. So thank you for your part in that. All of us, uh, we didn't even know it. Steve was there. You got touched by this man without knowing it. <laughs> yeah, my favorite Dr. Dobson story I'd love to tell was we went out to Southern California to record the opens and closes. When we didn't get enough stuff done in Colorado Springs, he would go and take some time off, go to, go to his small two-bedroom condo in, in Palm Desert area. And, we, and I went out there to record, and when we got done, we went out to dinner. And it was me, Shirley, Doc, and John Fuller who was the vice president and co-host of the broadcast. And we went out to this Mexican restaurant. And when we were done, Doc and Shirley said, hey, we see somebody we want to go see. So we were all going to go and over to a frozen yogurt place to go eat. And I peeled off to go to the restroom. And when I walked out, I saw Doc and Shirley walking about 10 yards in front of me. And they were holding hands. Mm. Here's a couple that had been married 47, 48 years at the time. And I got to see their marriage, and it, it, I got to see the way Doc loved Shirley, Doc loved his kids, and it was, it, he's a special dude. He really is a special dude to me. Uh, I'll tell you something, when, when you're out in public, maybe you're trying to do one thing, but when you're in private, you can still see it. Uh, that's a blessing. Uh, I'll tell you right now, if you were walking behind my wife and I, we would be holding hands uh, still today. And uh, we've been married a little over 52 years, almost 53 years. So it can happen. It can work. So take it as a lesson, right? Oh, yeah. oh absolutely. <laughs> so what's happened with you since, uh, since Dobson and since uh, your time at Focus on the Family? Now what's, now what's going on? Yeah, so as uh, Focus finished the leadership transition, I left with Dr. Dobson, Dr. Dobson to go help start Family Talk. 
Uh, it's the ministry that he started. And the money never really came in. I wasn't able to build the kind of staff that I had at Focus. And so I was doing two daily radio broadcasts with half the staff I had at Focus to do one. Okay. And, and my faith was in such a place that I was very works-based. I, I, you, if, if the work was there, I got it done. And I did everything in my power that I needed in order to get it done. And it just, it burned me out. Yeah. My, about six months before I left, I, I literally felt, it really, really felt like the hand of God was, that was on my career and helping to propel me forward was lifted. And I was getting attacked left and right. My last two months, I lost 20 pounds. I wasn't mm. eating. I wasn't sleeping. I was throwing up multiple times a day. And in fact, my last day that I was there, I met with my doctor and he looked, pulled me aside and he's like, Steve, you don't understand this, but you have to leave. Your, wow. you, your health is on this precipice of going down. It's been going downhill, but you're on the precipice of having some major health stuff if you don't stop. Yeah. And that, when he weighed me, I weighed less than when I started my senior year of high school. Okay. That's how the stress was just killing me. So I turned in my resignation, stepped out of the boat, and uh, I took a good six months before I, to really try and recover. Yeah. Um, we, we had a friend who had me come over and I did some landscaping, just got away from a computer. Because if I looked at a computer, my eyes would physically hurt. Yeah. And if I listened to audio, my ears would physically hurt. And it was like my body was saying, stop it. This is part of the problem that got you here in the first place. I'm not doing anything like this. You need some sunshine. You need some fresh air. You need to get some exercise. I mean, I was always in shape, but it, getting out away from a computer was really what I needed to do so during that season. I was, I was reading an article by a couple of men who were writing in the Harvard Business Review. It yeah. was called The Corporate Athlete. And in that article, they said, we've discovered with athletes that the stress of work isn't what is their downfall, but the problem is that they don't have intermittent, regular times of rest to restore. Yes. That actually the stress is good for you because it builds you up, but if you don't have regular scheduled times to restore, you'll get burned out. What happened with you, it appears to me, just hearing the story for the first time, that you didn't have that intermittent rest to get you no. rejuvenated no, and didn't. probably didn't know you needed it and probably were in an atmosphere where it wasn't allowed and you just keep going and going until you were done. So <laughs> let, me, let me advertise for a minute. I've just written a book. It's going to be out shortly called God at Rest. How to find nice. strength in the middle of the battle. Yeah. Instead of having to do what you did and take six weeks or six months or whatever it was to get over that burnout time. Mm -hmm. and, and I understand it. Uh, I've probably been close to it. I know a lot of people who have been. But there needs to be a way that we can learn how to manage our energy in yes. such a way that we don't get there. So you've obviously come out of it. You're very energetic here today. <laughs> so, so that's God, right? Oh, yeah, absolutely. It, it, it took a long time. And during that six months, God really started to restore my energy levels. And, but he, but, but that, that love for media, that love for creating content, that love for coming alongside an organization, an author, a speaker, and taking a look at everything they have in the can and everything they have in other channels that can be repurposed into audio, radio, podcasting, it was gone, completely gone. And, and I, I ended up getting involved, I ended up moving into financial advising. And my first year, I killed it. Mm. I was doing really well. I had now, all when you the say vets. killed it, that's a good thing, right? Absolutely. Yeah. All, all the vets in the office told me, 
whoa, you're doing amazing. I've never seen anyone have this kind of success in your first six months, 12 months. And I'm like, all right, I think I found something new. All right. And then right after that, my wife got sick and she started to go downhill. And it was those assets under management and those few clients that stuck with me and knew me and knew the, the, the journey that I had been on right. and the journey that I was in the middle of that stuck with me that helped keep a roof over our head so that way I could take care of my wife and I could uh, do some more stuff around the house and be around the house more for her as, as she started to decline. I think I met you in the, in the middle of that time because yeah. I know we started praying for, for your wife and trusting God with her health. And yep. her, her word to me yesterday was um, 80% back, so she's, she's yeah. getting stronger. We're glad for that. Oh, yeah. Uh, God bless you, Elizabeth. Thank <laughs> you. We're glad you're glad for the, the health that's coming back. So now you've, you're no longer doing the financial Correct. thing either. I think that was just a period of time for it was, you. It was a season. God, God needed me to learn a whole lot of lessons with financial advising that had I gone straight from working from Dr. Dobson to doing what I'm doing now, I, I, it, it would have it taken, taken a few in the chin. Instead, yeah. by going into a system that taught me about being an entrepreneur, that taught me about managing my own time, that taught me about uh, self-development, personal development, and, and becoming a better human being, and really starting to open me up to a lot of that, and sales techniques, and schedule management, and all of that, it, it really helped provide a bridge to coming back into media, where, where my deepest passion really is. Yeah. So, uh, so for those of you who wonder where this is going, let, let me put it to you in this perspective. Some of you are at the place where Steve was when he got yeah. burned out. Some of you are at that place where you wonder what's coming next. Don't worry, there's an answer to this thing. And the reason why Steve is here is because I know that many of you are having these, these times of either struggle or stress or pain or something in your life, and it makes you question what your future is going to be. You were probably there also wondering, I've got all this training, I'm good at this, and now I'm totally out. What, Lord, what have you forgotten me? Where do I go? But, but now I know you as a man who's landed on his feet, and you've got exciting things both in your future but also right now happening. Yeah. So, so let's move on to where God's direction continued to take you. Yes. Yeah, so um, from, as soon as that, uh, that love for media re started to reawaken, uh, a friend of mine, John Ramstead, reached out to me and he said, hey, I'm thinking about starting a podcast. And I was like, well, I'm a financial advisor. I'd love to have a platform where I'm interviewing leaders. I think that's a good thing to do. So I started helping him out and co-hosting and, and co-founded the, the Eternal Leadership Podcast with him. And, and it really started to help reawaken that love of content management and looking at the big picture and, and interviewing people and getting to know and expanding my circle. And, and John and a couple other people really kind of started to mentor me and said, you really need to start to become a good networker. In, fa in fact, my second or third day that I, that I was unemployed, I, I, reached, I had a friend that connected me with someone, and he, he was like, you need to get on LinkedIn, you need to get your LinkedIn profile set up because you need to get to be a good networker. And I was like, what networking? What is networking? Yeah. I, 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 for 15 years, I would go into my little enclave in my studio, mm -hmm. my, my little office, and, and, and just edit all day. We'd break and hang out with during lunch, but, and, and so networking was a very, very boring concept for me and so these guys came alongside and they started teaching me about networking and one thing I realized is that 
as I was starting to get to know people, I'd be like, uh, this person needs to get to know this person because they're, I, I feel like God's got something cool that's gonna, that he's going to do. And yes. so I don't know what it is, but I know that I need to connect these two people. And sure enough, as soon as I would connect them, magic would happen and they would just become lifelong friends or they'd do business together. Or, that happened to me. Yeah. Of somebody you introduced me to. Yeah. Now, I, I said earlier, you've introduced me to a lot of people. And you have. I was new to the, the state, and I started meeting people through you. But uh, one of those guys you introduced me to was, was my guest on this show, sitting right where you are, yeah, just a few weeks ago, Melvin Pillay. Yep. And uh, Melvin and I actually had met years before, but had uh, drifted away. I was in New Zealand. I didn't even know he was in the U.S. I didn't know who he was. But you introduced me to him, and, and you're right, magic happened. You, you said, can you re- meet? We did, and, and now Melvin and I are doing lots of things together. Awesome. So it's just, Which is awesome. uh, so you, you learn the networking, but I don't know that you learned that the LinkedIn networking or any of that, but the personal networking, you know, you know how to do that. It's, it's all about relationships. It's all yes, about it getting is. to know someone and getting to know their passions and what they like and what they don't like and, and where it is that God's taking them and, and, okay, all right, you're going in this direction. Who do I know? And it often happens in the background when I'm not even thinking about right. it. I'll be driving somewhere, and I'll be like, I need to introduce Rich to Kevin because Kevin's a great guy, and Rich is a great guy, and I, I, I think some cool magic's going to happen. Well, I've, I've learned that when you say, Rich, you should meet this person, that I follow up on it. Yeah. You know, there are a lot of those uh, uh, you know, those email introductions, you two should meet, that nothing comes from it. Yeah. But in this particular case, I trust you, my friend. It's, <laughs> it's, it's actually a gift that God has given to you. It is. Because none of us are, are, are alone. We're not an island. We're, we're part of the body of Christ. And we need each other. We need to work together. So that's, you're not making money from that. <laughs> but, there, 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 there are ways I'm seeing that God is starting to open up doors for me to make money through, through doing it. Through what, your networking. Through, through, through okay. some part-time work with, uh, like, for example, I, I have a buddy of mine, Mike McCullough. Osland, who runs the Leadership Institute for Entrepreneurs. Another one you've introduced me to. Exactly. Yes. Mike, Mike is an incredible guy. He's gone through this MIT Discipline Entrepreneurship Boot Camp, and MIT has actually licensed him to be able to take that training and take it to kingdom entrepreneurs. Right. The, the program from MIT comes from, I think it's 30,000 startups that they've had at MIT and really just really kind of making it formulaic in terms right. of go to step one, then step two, then step three. Right, yeah. So Mike wants to take this into kingdom business, to churches, to uh, churches that want to have businesses, to uh, missions work, right. kingdom missionaries that, that are, want, want to do business work. And uh, so anyway, I'm a small minority owner of that, and and I'm doing some part-time work for Mike, and one of the things is media. The other thing is to connect him with anyone that I come across with that, oh, you need to get to know Mike. Here's a program that can really help your organization. Well, there may be some connections that even come from this, if you need to know about entrepreneurship. So MIT is, is in the U.S., one of the most highly respected schools of higher learning and here's a man who's a kingdom man who's taken their stuff i think some of they took some of his stuff 
oh, yeah. and yeah. put this together. So it's yep. the MIT program, which Mike put together part of it, and now together they're working. And so if you if you wonder about it, what's it called? It's got the Kingdom. Uh, do you remember the name of his organization? It's the Leadership Institute for Entrepreneurs. It's, it, it's Leadership Institute for Entrepreneurs. Yeah, there, there, so there's there's L I F E. Yep. LifeStartups.com. Yeah. Life, LifeStartups.com uh, life is is the URL. All right. So we're so we're throwing. Yes. Hey, Mike. Bless you, man. <laughs> we're, we're throwing that out here. So, so Steve, but on your own. Yes. You've introduced me to some other people, too, and uh, all of that's for another discussion. But, but some of your vision about even taking the body of Christ and the message we have and putting it out there. Let, let's talk about it. It's not real yet, but let's, let's talk a little bit about Nourish. Yeah, so um, I, I created this startup uh, about a year and a half ago called Nourish, N-U-R-E-S-H, and the subtitle that I've got is Nourish Your Mind, Heal Your Soul, and Awaken Your Spirit. And I got the idea when somebody mentioned Spotify, my mind flashed to walking out of a conference, looking at a merch table for all the speakers going, I want that CD set, I want that CD set, I want that DVD set, and, and having to whittle it down based on my budget. Right. Well, when they mentioned Spotify, my mind flashed at that moment, and I thought, is there somebody out there aggregating this kind of content, letting people rent it, like Netflix, Hulu, Amazon Prime, Spotify, Apple Music, for you know, the, the mu sure. mus yeah. music, TV, and movie industries. And when I looked at what was out there, really nobody was out there going after that. And so I started, I reached out to five speakers that I know. They all have platforms of 50,000 plus followers on Facebook. They travel the world and they speak. And I reached out and I said, hey, I've got this idea. Here's kind of the rough business plan. What do you think? And universally, they all told me, Steve, I love the idea. I totally license material to you. I personally be a subscriber. And I'd also recommend my entire audience to be a subscriber. And it was at that point, I was like, huh. And then I reached out to a couple kingdom business guys that I know locally, and I said, what do you think of this idea? Terry Tyson being one of them, our yeah. mutual friend. And, and all of them were like, Steve, Holy Spirit's behind this, start moving. And so I started putting it together, kind of hit, hit, hit the rails a little bit, but the vision and the passion still really is there. Right. And so um, right now I'm really focused on Right Turn Media, which is audio production, media production, coaching, consulting, really helping authors, speakers, organizations to get an idea of their content. And well, that could be a stepping stone to nourish. What, oh, exactly. What and, you're and, doing and, now. And, 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 and when, and when I, I really hit the wall with it, I was praying, I was like, God, what's going on here? And I literally saw like the champagne fountain where, where the, the champagne was coming out of the one, the very top one and going into the mm -hmm. second level and then flowing into the third. And it really felt like that top level was that 15 years that I worked for Jim Dobson where I was yeah. his chief audio engineer and I was his right hand man when it came to the media. And so that experience then will then pour into and, 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 and yeah. the, the proceeds really from that can then help really start to get nourished going. So, so think of this, folks, as you're listening to this. Uh, you hear a speaker, and you can't afford to buy the CD set, but you can sign up for Nourish, a, yeah. a, a monthly subscription, and hear that speaker and, and maybe a hundred or a thousand others that, that would come to you. Instead of just turning on Spotify to get music, you could be playing Kingdom Messages through you, through your headset right to you. Oh, Steve, and, and it's and, and it's not just kingdom stuff that I'm that I want to get into. I want to get into the secular stuff, business, leadership, right. entrepreneurship, well, self development. But you see, so much of that, what we call secular stuff, is really still oh, spiritual totally stuff. Oh, totally is. Yes, and and kingdom people are doing it, so we can expect that to come. So this is kind of like coming to a bookstore near you. <laughs> Look out for nourish. It's going to be coming. Steve, we've run out of time. 
but uh, hallelujah that uh, you've got to tell a little bit of your story here. And uh, and maybe we'll get to hear about Nourish the next time when it yeah. uh, when it starts to flourish and and I want to be on there and some of my friends want to be on there both to listen and to participate in it. So thank you for joining us. Remember, folks, God's at work. Look how He's working through this young man. Let Him be at work through you. I'll be right back with you in just a moment. God bless. Want to make a difference in your place of work, but not sure where to start? God wants to work powerfully in your life, no matter what job you're doing, paid or unpaid. Bringing Revival to Your Workplace, written by Rich Marshall, the host of God at Work, provides unique spiritual insights that will equip you to live out your God-given call to the marketplace. Download this free practical guide and believe God for a spark of revival in your life today. This is Rich. So glad to be back with you and glad you're still here with us. Hope you enjoyed this time with Steve. He's walked his life through a process. He came out of it good, but in the middle of it, he had this burnout stage. I I can think of two of my friends right now. I won't use their real names. I'll call one Robert and call one Ted. These men were very similar if you looked at the outside. They were both successful in business, had good families. They were active in their church. They, they understood ministry as a part of their business. Everything was going good in their lives. And people looked at them, they would have said, wow, I want to I be just like them, Robert and Ted. On the outside, they looked so much alike, but on the inside, there was a big difference. On the inside, Ted was just getting eaten up by the work that he was in. He was worn out. He was agitated. He wasn't friendly with even those around him, because not because things weren't going good, but because things weren't going good in his own life. Robert, on the other hand, everything is wonderful, wonderful at work, wonderful at home. You look at him from the outside, you would say, these two guys have got it together. Well, one of them did, and one didn't. The one who didn't is the man who might be like you. And I want to speak to you right now and tell you that God wants to restore within you right now that which it looks like the enemy has stolen, but he hasn't stolen. He's just messing with you for a few minutes or a few days or a few weeks. But God is going to bring you back. And today I just want to encourage you, like Steve told, he had a time of burnout. He's come back strong. Ted had a time of burnout. He's come back strong. I want to speak to you about that right now. I want to tell you that there's still joy in your life. You know, when I talk to people about work, many of them say, I don't like my job. I'm unhappy with my job. I want to change my job. You need to change your view of your job. You need to understand your job is your ministry. God put you there because he needs you there. Because you say, well, they're just liars and cheats. But God says, that's why you're there. Because you're going to bring a different atmosphere into that place just by being there. Let me encourage you today to find the strength of the Lord in the midst of your burnout and let him re-energize you with his own strength, with his own power, with his own anointing. He will do that. I want to pray for you right now, very specific prayer. This is for those of you who are feeling a little bit down right now. Father, energized by the power of your spirit. Jesus gave a promise. Come to me. This is Matthew eleven twenty-eight. Come to me, all you who are weary and heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Rest is a gift from God. Not something you've got to work for. Not something you have to plead for. It's something you can receive as a gift. Will you receive it from him right now? Jesus says, come to me. I'll give you rest. Receive that rest. It's yours. And then God can use you like he really wants to. So remember, God is at work. Make sure he is at work through you. 
God bless. Thank you for watching God at Work. You can re-watch today's episode or any other program in this series by going to god.tv forward slash VOD. We'd really love to hear from you. Send your thoughts to feedback at god.tv. Also, don't forget, download a free copy of Rich's book at god.tv forward slash work.